Uh, hi, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Cracker Classics, Ooh. a weekly podcast where these two guys... Hi. We watch old movies and sigh, roll our eyes. I have opinions about them. Usually. That you totally want to hear because we're white guys. <laughs> You need more opinions from white guys. It just, (laughs) it's how the world works. The world runs on white guys' opinions. And canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good thing we're not on other social media platforms because that fuck was way too early for the censors and the algorithms. Fits on Twitter. Well, yeah, but Mm. Twitter doesn't monetize audio content, so. True. Whatever. Say that like we're using Twitter. <laughs> Say that like we're making money. Because <laughs> we're on Twitter doesn't mean we use it. Oh, Lord. Anyway, um, this week we're watching a movie I've never even heard of. We've It's sort of crossed our paths randomly, and I think I've brought it up at one point. Has it? Yeah, I know I've mentioned it before. Okay, I initially thought you were just, there was an autocorrect from Gulliver's Travels for some reason, like, why it would autocorrect to Sullivan's Travels, I have no idea, but that's where my brain went. Yeah, you figured it out yet? We're watching Sullivan's Travels. (laughs) This is allegedly a comedy. Theoretically. Yeah. It's uh, on the AFI list of the greatest comedy movies of all time, funniest movies of all time no lilliputians as far as i know now that i know of um what little bit i know about this movie it's it's sort of a satire of the film industry um okay that has promise yeah of <laughs> uh, slapstick comedy director wants more um substance to his movies and he wants to direct a drama but in James order to do so he has to go out and meet with the people oh god yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> Has the potential to be uh, unintentionally funny as well. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll, um, we'll see how it's held up <laughs> after 80 years. But we do get Veronica Lake, hmm. who I don't think we've done any I of her movies before. I don't think so either. I mean, she's one of those, you know, she was just hot. And you know her from posters and pictures and not actually the movies that Most she's in. likely. <laughs> Yeah, sitting here, I can't think of any other movie that Veronica Lake has been in. <laughs> but I saw her name, and I'm like, oh, we've not done any of her I'm movies. familiar with that name. Familiar enough to know we haven't done anything with her. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure you, of all people, would remember if we'd seen Veronica Lake before. I don't know about that. I'm, like I, the, Again, the name sounds vaguely familiar, but... You can't put the face to the name. No. Gotcha. Well, you probably will after this movie. Oh, probably. She's an attractive enough Usually just bombshell. takes one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already had Joshua's endorsement of this movie. I do like my bombshells. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that's all I know. And uh, what to expect here is, um, I guess, your run-of-the-mill outdated cringe, perhaps. I'm... Uh, I don't know what we expect. When he goes out to meet the people, what sort of people are, is he going to Is Veronica see? Lake the people, or is she... No, she's like an aspiring actress or a down-on-her-luck actress. That does not answer my question. 
Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I believe she is one of the, the people he encounters in his travels. Yes. Because yeah. that description could be the people, or she could be someone that he's taking with him to meet the people to, like, I don't know, study for her role or whatever. I think he comes across her. Okay, yeah. Meaning that's... he didn't travel far. Kind of what I was afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> So I might have taken it that uh, he is not going into any black neighborhoods. Well, it's the 40s, probably not. That's right. Hollywood in the 40s, there are no black neighborhoods. It's because they're all working for the white people. They don't need their own neighborhoods. They have their, <laughs> they're all set up living in the rich people's houses. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Carriage houses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, joy. Oh, but... What? When the film was released, the U.S. Office of Censorship declined to approve it for export overseas during wartime because of the long sequence showing life in a prison chain gang. Oh. Which is most objectionable because of the brutality and inhumanity with which the prisoners are treated. Uh. That's interesting. We shall see. Yeah. Sounds like it's at least an accurate-ish depiction of prison life. I suppose so, if they didn't want to approve it. Yeah. I've heard of this movie for a, a while and i've as a great fan of gulliver's travels it's always just intrigued me <laughs> but i very much get the vibe that it has nothing to do with gulliver's travels it will not have the social commentary it won't have a deeper meaning <laughs> if it does cool <laughs> but i'm not expecting it well eh, never know yeah, along the way, he unites with the poor, aspiring actress, Veronica Lake, who accompanies him. Ah, yes. So he picks her up along the way, so she, as you do. She is one of the common people. <laughs> Quote, common people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is another one of those, uh, no one really cared about it when it came out, but it has since gained some sort of reputation over the years. It's now called a classic. One of the finest movies about movies ever made. Oh, oh God. We said the same thing about La La Land. I was thinking Day of the Locust. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if anyone actually said that about that movie, but oh. that's a movie about making movies that I don't ever need to see again. No. Please, dear God. Um, this one, I hope, doesn't pop a bubble. You yeah. Know, it, it's one of those, I kind of look forward to seeing it. Yes. But I'm also wary about seeing it because... Maybe it'll ruin it. Well, then we should see it. Okay. Shall we get started then? Yes. All right. We'll be back with intermission impressions and... Little people? You said no little people. Giants! Of screen and stage. A floating island. Oh, God. Talking horses. No! Possibilities are endless. We'll be back. Well, this is either amazingly self-aware or a ridiculous self-parody. <laughs> um, uh, the jury's still out. Uh, yeah. It's just like the jury's still out as to whether or not there'll be sex in it. Well, there will be a little sex. A little sex. They mentioned it, but I haven't yes. seen it yet. A little legs. We saw bloomers. Yeah, there's a little bit of legs. Well, there's definitely some legs. Ooh. Laughter, music, and legs. That's what the people want to see. In Pittsburgh, at least. <laughs> If they knew what they liked, they wouldn't live in Pittsburgh. <laughs> There's some great lines in this. There are some great lines. And some good 40s comedy dialogue in here. 
and I didn't quite get the Veronica Lake thing just looking at her pictures, but as soon as she spoke, mm-hmm. oh my God, that voice, that that just completes the whole package there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I have a new favorite. She well, almost passes for a boy. Not even close. If she didn't have the makeup and those eyebrows, maybe. <laughs> Just found it really funny. She still had makeup on. Oh, <laughs> She's yeah. She's trying to pose as a homeless vagabond boy. Yeah, no. The, no. Uh, no. <laughs> your dilemma intrigues me in self-parody or self-aware. Yeah, because it either knows exactly what it's doing, <laughs> or it is so ridiculously oblivious, it doesn't realize. And it's hard to know right now at this point. <laughs> it's so hard it's to know right hard. now. <laughs> Um, I'm leaning towards <laughs> self-parody, I... but I'm not, I'm not sold on it. See, I'm le- totally leaning the other direction. I think they don't quite get what they're doing. Like, they're just having fun, slapstick, haha, rich man pretends to be poor, and have no... I think they're like the producers at the beginning who are like, ah, I sold newspapers and made $20 a week, and... But those were lies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think that's what all the characters in here are facing. I think the movie itself is going to have a self-awareness to it, maybe. You're giving it a lot more credit than I. Yes, I am. Absolutely. Um... I still have a bubble here that I'm not quite willing to let pop. Even though it's on a very thin layer of a bubble right now. I'm just too cynical for my own good, I suppose. There's attempts at cynicism in here. And and trying to have that sort of common people, uh, rich tourists thing. And it could totally just shit the bed and be exactly that. But it could have a little nugget of, of something in it. I don't know, Veronica Lake is kind of ruining it for me. A little bit. You know, all of a sudden, he's back in Hollywood. And he shows up at a diner. It was funny that all of a sudden, he's back in Hollywood. And then he meets Veronica Lake in a diner, and she buys him ham and eggs. And he's like, well, let me repay you. And she's like, no. Yeah. Don't pay it forward. Yeah, just buy it for someone else later. I'm an actual down-on-my-luck poor person, and I know how the real world works, so pay it forward. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I know how to pay you back because privilege. i'm gonna steal my own car and <laughs> which that whole premise was fascinating oh yeah like i don't know how you do that with uh, it just uh well, the reality of it was yeah not true uh, but <laughs> like it does paint a beautiful picture of just how out of his element he is yes. in trying to be poor mm-hmm. because the first thing he does is pretend to know a bunch of rich people. Yeah. It doesn't work. And would he have done the same thing if it was just some random homeless dude and not a beautiful woman like Veronica Lake? Um, no. Yeah. Still, like, down on his luck. If you're in that situation and a random beautiful girl buys you ham and eggs in a diner... Mm Mm-hmm immediate red flags like is she looking to steal my kidney what the fuck well that's true yeah no it no people just don't do that (laughs) no (laughs) especially not looking like veronica lake i'm like she looks impeccable for someone who's quote down on her luck she is flawless yes but yeah no that's that's immediate red flags 
like I'm checking my kidneys immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it is sort of interesting how they both look right now because he's trying to have that homeless look, but he's the rich guy, and she's down on her luck. So she spent, you know, her going oh home money. She has nothing. Yeah, but she looks flawless to the T. <laughs> yeah. Very suspicious. Yeah. And she's (laughs) talked about how, you know, she doesn't have a pearl necklace or fur coat. Or a yacht. Yeah. Obviously, she wants those things. Yes. And I'm still not quite understanding what Sullivan wants, aside from maybe trying to understand what's going on in the world as a privileged person. No, he's... What he wants is to save the world. Well, you're probably right on that. I know the type. I was trying to go for a more humanist approach of he's (laughs) led this very privileged life boarding school, all of that, but he sees what's going on in the world and he's like, what the fuck? Can't I do something about it? But you're right. It's just, I want to save the world. No, it's, yeah. Because of my naive privilege. uh, I think I can save the world. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How by making a movie? <laughs> Give me a million dollar budget. I'm going to spend a million dollars to tell the world how much it sucks so that it can stop sucking. So that I can make a hundred million dollars off the movie. And, yeah. Our approach to poverty and talking about <laughs> poverty in this movie, though, is oh, stark and grim. and It's gross. Yeah. Um... That butler of his. Yeah. I didn't really write it down. All I wrote down was poverty is something to be stayed away from. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a, a sentence that I agree with, but not poverty is same... not something that you necessarily can stay away from for yeah. many, 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 many people. Yeah. I understand that uh, looking at it from the outside, it should be avoided at all costs. As someone who's been in it, Yeah. If you can afford to avoid poverty, you should probably avoid poverty. Oh, absolutely. But that does not help the situation at all. No. That's... It takes money to avoid poverty. Mm-hmm. And the idea that poverty is not some pernicious trap, it's just something that you can avoid by... I don't even know what. It's just a hideous side effect to the way we've decided to run the world. Well, yeah, but, like, I don't know how the butler thinks you can avoid poverty if you're in that situation. Oh, again, that's his privilege. He's always worked for rich people, Mm -hmm. I guess. He's always had that luxury of a roof over his head, a very nice roof. Yes. And it's good for you, but your opinion on it I really don't care about because you don't know... We'll continue looking your boots for scraps, because these scraps are better than what all these people are getting. Mm -hmm. Which is nothing. Yeah. Which is why I will keep licking boots, because I am so studiously avoiding that true poverty. Mm. Licking boots is such a red flag trap in itself. Well, I don't know, polishing boots, I guess, is more Me, apropos to the situation. Licking boots or. is sucking up to fascists. Polishing boots is sucking up to rich people. Okay, it's fair enough. It's the same concept. You're making yourself subservient to avoid a theoretically worse fate. But you still have to watch out for whose boots you're polishing. Oh, absolutely. And that's kind of what I think the butler's missing, 
is that it really doesn't matter whose boots you're polishing because whoever's in that position to have their boots polished is the reason there's poverty. Well, he's just very lucky that he's polished the right boots all these years. Because sometimes the boot you polish can turn around and kick you in the ass. Uh-huh. For no real reason aside from, eh, it's fun. They can't. the four person. <laughs> yeah. Let's pull the help into the pool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so far we're not heading in a great direction for self-awareness. I, I think you are right. Yeah. Um, I liked the poking fun, though, of the troop of Hollywood insiders following <laughs> yes! him to document this. It'll be on the front oh. page of every newspaper. This Hollywood director going out to experience the poor vagabond life. And he at least had the sense to be like, fuck off. <laughs> I know enough to know that you following me around is not going to give me the experience I'm looking for. Yep. And he at least had kind of somewhat experience in the boarding house sort of thing, finding himself in a precarious situation and having to climb out the window to escape it that's a real life scenario well i don't know again it comes from privilege because he was very attractive yes and he was escaping the creepy old women who locked him in the room singular creepy old woman the other the other sister i think they were sisters was just kind of like you're you're at it again all right whatever Mm. um she didn't do anything about it but yeah, um, still not entirely sure why he felt the need to try to escape instead of just when he found himself locked in from that side, lock the bathroom door and go ahead and sleep mm-hmm. and find out what happens in the morning. Like, you don't have to screw the old lady in the room next to you. Like, that's not a requirement. Chuck that up to an experience. <laughs> he didn't know what to do in that situation except run. <sighs> Which is an immaturity It's thing. a serious immaturity. Yeah. I hadn't really understood why that whole bit was in there until we're talking about it now. But it shows his uh, greenhorn status when it comes to the world outside of yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. He does not understand people and how they are. And now that he's paired up with Veronica Lake riding the rails, I'm still not quite sure he's going to. Because as we saw from the yeah. other guys on the train, <laughs> they're on to him. Well, if he wasn't holding the flashing neon sign that said, not a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of the labor situation? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for character development. And that somehow Sullivan gets his privileged head out of his ass at least a little bit. It'll probably be just enough to make a good movie, which is not exactly what I want, but... I'll take it. Yeah, if it'll it be something. it doesn't fall on its face due to its sheer ignorance, mm-hmm. and, God, I really hope it knows what it's doing, because it, there could be something good in here. Mm-hmm. I hold out hope. I just don't think that's the case. <laughs> I I fear that you are right, but I will hold out hope. <laughs> ah, fingers crossed. We'll be back for curtain call and a blockbuster movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll the see. End of the summer. We'll see if the critics are right.
<laughs> so uh self-aware or not i'm still inclined towards not but at least it wasn't completely stupid it didn't uh shit the bed no it was not as horrible as it could have gone no although veronica lake never got a name she's literally credited as the girl <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I don't even understand uh, why. Like, they could have given her a name at any point. Yeah. Is it just because she's some actress and it didn't matter? Yes. But now he's marrying her. Give but her a fucking they're name. not married yet. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> Though so, we are laughing, so I, I guess. Yeah. That, that little good. message there was interesting. Like, he, ha- yeah. he actually suffered. Like, legit. Without any help, he could not make a simple phone call and say, get me out of here. Not as fast as he would have liked. I mean, he was there, what, a month? Well, yeah. Maybe He two. still found a way out of it, but he was yeah. put in a situation of actual suffering that he that was out of his control. Yes. He could not For a short while. make a phone call. For a very short while. Well, yes. He eventually figured <laughs> it out. Yes. <laughs> I just need to get my picture in the paper. People will see me, and then they'll know where I am. But he at least endured some sort of real-life hardship that wasn't just cosplay. Yes. And it showed him parts to real life that he kind of did in the end get his head out of his ass. A little bit. A little bit. Before he was all, I want to make a tragedy of awfulness of the world and then then he got exposed to some of the awfulness of the world and how some people can still find joy despite being very hard up and down on their luck he's like no i want to make comedies i want to make people laugh and yeah because that's what people need and that will i can't save them but i can at least help them along bring some joy into their lives Yes. Yes. yes i liked that message yeah it's not what I thought we were going to get. No. I really don't I, know where we were, what I was thinking we were going to get. <laughs> it's better than I was worried about, but I still, like, he got a little bit of a look at his privilege, and yes, now he wants to use it to make people laugh. I don't know. It's, there's still... There's still a lot of privilege dripping oh, off yeah. the sides. Oh, yeah. This I mean, he's... Like, leaned hard into his privilege as soon as he could. True. Like, he sure he had a moment where he had no control and, like, was at the whims and mercy of the druthers of others. Mm-hmm. But the second he had any way to leverage his privilege, he, he did. did. Yeah. You're right. There was no shedding of that. At yeah. least not in- intentionally. Yeah, there was that momentary amnesia, I guess. Yeah, temporary. You want to call that? It's 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 fine. It works for narrative purposes. There's a lot opera. of things that just work for narrative oh, purposes. God, so in much movie. in this movie, which is okay. Ultimately, not terrible. Not as self-aware as it could have been. Also, not as unintentionally ironic as it could have been. Yeah. We're talking the '40s, though. 
It was pretty damn good for the 40s. Yes. <laughs> Given the haze code and everything. Oh, God, yeah. No, like this is all probably the, the off, best they could have done. Off-screen stuff. <laughs> yeah. Homeless uh, guy totally rammed by a train. Because he fell victim to one of the classic Hollywood blunders. You can't turn left. <laughs> or right. <laughs> Something <laughs> is coming at you in a straight line and it cannot change direction neither can you <laughs> i was hoping you'd find some way to explain that it, it it's oh if you're aware of it you see it happen so much in movies yeah pay attention now oh my god it it's everywhere you can't turn left. You can't turn right. You have to keep going the same direction as whatever it is that is going to hit you. Why is it still chasing me? <laughs> exactly. I did nothing except run straight. At least in Indiana Jones, it was like a corridor that the rock was rolling down. <laughs> oh, he went one way, then he went the other, then got back right in the middle and ran straight. Like, it just... <sighs> Which I suppose makes it a little bit worse than how it usually happens. Usually usually when it happens, it's like some really big tall thing is falling at you and you just run right along the path that it's falling. Mm, yeah. That's what you usually see. At least he ran to the side a little bit before running directly before, along the path. Yeah. <laughs> he explored his options a little bit. <laughs> oh, God. But that was the most convenient character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Happened to be the same guy that stole his shoes earlier in the apparently. movie. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God. That's that, one of my biggest The odds of that happening yeah. are astronomical, because I'm pretty sure he wasn't even in town when his shoes got stolen, was yeah, he? Yeah, because it was him, Veronica Lake, traveling. Yeah. They went to the mission, as Where, you do when you're cosplaying Wherever that homeless. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happens when you're sleeping in a pile of homeless people? Some shit of yours gets stolen, especially if you have shoes that are not as shitty as other people's shoes yep so his shoes were stolen and apparently it was the exact same guy who then knocked him later out robbed him as he was handing out money. money to which he should have seen coming cruel hubris oh god yep i experienced homelessness by my own choice and now i'm going to randomly Give gonna five dollars. I'm going to take a thousand dollars in five dollar bills yep. and hand it out to random homeless people. And I understand <sighs> the gesture. I do. I, I understand, sort of in his mind, how that was <laughs> still running that savior complex. But yes, Ugh. in reality, it's just it, it's nothing. No, you can hand him five bucks, and then what about tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Like, there's massive systemic change that needs to happen. Oh, yes. It's because you once gave a bunch of randos five bucks. That, that was... I'm not using that to say don't give randos five bucks. It's... Well, you but didn't let me don't... finish. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the fact that it was all for a publicity stunt. I don't think it all was. I think it came from the beginnings of a compassion. Uh... I'm sure he intended to do it regardless, but then all the well, crazies around him were like, oh, that's a great story. We'll, we'll print that. Yeah. Great headline. Like but the dude it's... in Vegas. One nice gesture. And then they're like, oh, my God, give him a hundred bucks. We're going to write a story about this. Yeah, Nicest yeah. man in America. And that's that's part of the problem, too. You don't 
we don't take a look at the situation. It's just, oh, this one thing happened at this one point, so we'll do this one other thing, and it's all fucking candy and roses. It's feel-good news pandering. And like like I was saying, you know, you don't... Just giving everyone five bucks, it makes you feel good. It makes them feel good for a moment. Mm-hmm. It does not solve the problem. Yeah, it does not do much in the long run. And yeah. thinking that it does is... I have a word in mind, but you may have a stronger one. I want to say more dangerous, but I can't say more dangerous than what? Like, it's... I was just going to say naive on the part of the person giving out the money. Kind of. It's totally naive. It is. Leaves me with where I'm stuck on the whole thing, though. Like, I know it's not going to solve the problem. I have no idea how to solve the problem. That's the sticky wicket, yes. And I mean, I have theories as to how to solve but the problem. Honestly, but until you know. I do, like, it's not the worst thing that can be done. Like, oh, no, it's definitely it's... better than nothing. spinning on them. Well, it's better uh, than doing actually, nothing. Actually, I don't know if it's better than nothing. Because, like, having been in a situation mm. where a random act of charity really fucked me up, mm, well. like, it can give you a weird sense of hope, and then you kind of get this, like, dependence on that random charity and that can drive you into some really dark places fair enough um i really don't know but i mean and now this is going to sound kind of self-serving but it does make you feel better that's not necessarily a bad thing Isn't that why charities exist so that you rich people just, feel better. well yes however like you need to maintain some sense of self-awareness to the whole thing like don't do it oh i'm helping the poors do it i do this because it makes me feel good mm-hmm. recognize that that's why you're doing it mm-hmm. not because you think you're solving some big problem or being so magnanimous in your whatever mm-hmm. just recognize you're being selfish because you are yeah. you absolutely are that's okay as long as you don't trick yourself into thinking you're doing something you're not True. But at least your action is good along with it. A lot of people do stuff to make them feel good that's not well, good at all. So there's something there, some little nugget of goodness, even if it is for self-serving <laughs> purposes, there's at least something positive being produced, hopefully. Again, it's really is it a, a case... net positive? I don't know. I don't know! We're, ta- we're starting to get into good place points here, and I don't... <laughs> That's a broken system, isn't it? <laughs> they said they fixed it on the show, but that's it. <laughs> I don't believe that. It's just because the script said so. <laughs> oh, Lord. Sometimes I wish there was a script. Um, anyway. Some people. <laughs> some people seem to live according to one. Yes. I don't. Yep. Uh, I feel you on that. Sullivan kind of was following a script. Kind of, yeah. And not like how I normally say, oh, because it was <laughs> a script. script. But yeah, he yeah. had this very sort of script to his life and yeah. how he wanted it to go. And thankfully, real life came in yeah. and bashed him up on the head, literally. Mm-hmm. And it gave him at least a little bit of a directional change. Um I mean, he still went back to his privileged life, it movie director. Gave him a level of appreciation for what he had. Yes. And just of life. 
just a little perspective on how the rest of the world is. I mean, he was literally, he was in a black church in the swamp, in shackles, watching a Mickey Mouse cartoon. Yeah. Never in his privileged life would he have ever found himself in such a situation. Yeah. But there it was. And that's where that whole sort of sea change came from. Yeah. To seeing all of these people laughing when they're really in no position to laugh because, you know, look at their life and their surroundings. Yeah. From a privileged point of view, of course. You know. well, I mean, from a not-so-privileged point of view, it's still... <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to live in the swamp. I hate the humidity. <laughs> oh, God, the humidity is terrible. But, um, yeah, I appreciate this movie for where it's taking us. Mm-hmm. Like, m- making us look at and think about these things. Yeah. The discussions that it can evoke and how it makes you think. It's good. Even if it is a little naive. <laughs> it's still... There's still something there to it that most oh, comedies from the 40s just did not have at all. And most things trying to like show the difference between rich and poor and all that don't have either. There's mm-hmm. this this is a little more substantial than most things in a, in the in the oeuvre. Yeah. We Look didn't have to fancy million dollar work. Nice. <laughs> That's a privilege. There, there's story. my privilege showing through. Yeah. <laughs> We actually had, like, a sensible ending. Yes. You know, when you think, like, His Girl Friday or Bringing Up Baby. Oh, God. Those other comedies. But it <laughs> got so convoluted, and they just had to end it somehow. Yep. The stupidest way possible. This yep. didn't go the convoluted route. It actually no, got they... kind of serious in the latter part of the movie, where there wasn't much in the line of comedy. It was still a little bit in there. But it wasn't over-the-top insanity. It did take the convoluted route to, to get him declared dead so that he could get his divorce and end up marrying well, the, the girl. There was insanity, but it wasn't <laughs> for comedic purposes. No. It was... For narrative purposes. It's called life. <laughs> Sometimes, man, life takes an insane turn and a bunch of shit happens in a short amount of time. And then all of a sudden you look around and you go, what the fuck has happened? Well, I guess it had to happen, narratively, to prove just how stupid it is if you don't let people get divorced. Is that the moral here? That's let one people of them. get divorced? That's one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean... Hey, 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 she thought he was dead. <laughs> she mourned and moved on. Yeah, but it was stupid that he got married for tax reasons. Well, then... <laughs> yes. Yeah, um... Basically... Yeah, there's a lot of contract stuff that's stupid. And that why rich people get married, those. though, is for the taxes. Uh, I've heard this from depends. other people before. Some, yes. Be it land or taxes or, or last Punishing name. the family's coffers. Um, mm. <laughs> need that dowry, baby. Uh, Dowry's still a thing. I'm too poor to know. <laughs> I mean, I, I marrying in, in any of those families. Uh, I'm kind of from a couple of those families, so. So how big was yeah. your dowry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't got no dowry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a black sheep of the black sheep. So, uh. um, <laughs> my granddads were doctors. My parents were teachers. Um, oh. 
so, so it, it's just the kind of like the downward slope hit me here where I am. <laughs> the fact that we're describing it as a downward slope is a serious I, issue. Oh society. my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. The idea that teachers are not like upper echelon type people. Just describing an if, upper if echelon. If there must of be upper echelon, like teachers should fucking be there. Anyway. All right, Mr. Sullivan. <laughs> you done showing your privilege. I'll put my privilege in your face and you'll like it. But only <sighs> for a million dollar budget. <laughs> if you want to help us achieve that budget, support us on Patreon. We could use some budget, yes. Um, we're not privileged enough, I guess. We should have new microphones soon, though. That'll be something. Ooh, and that is courtesy of you patrons. You want us to have more nice stuff, you should also be a patron. That would be, yep, yep. You can check out our website, gregorclassics.com. And if you dare, find us on Twitter. Sometimes we do stuff there. Maybe. Occasionally. Almost never. You remember the password? (laughs) No. Oh, yes, yes I do. Anyway. (laughs) Thank you, folks. Don't take yourselves too seriously and check your privilege. And maybe just don't be a movie director. Well, but I kind of want to. Careful of the people around you. Well, that's why I hang out with you. Aww. We'll see you next week, folks. That's why I ain't getting anywhere. (laughs) Bye.